No name is higher. No other name is higher. No other name is higher. No other name has more authority. No other name, no other name but Jesus, but Jesus, but Jesus. Tell your situation, but Jesus. Up your eyes, lift up your eyes. 
you, he'll help you speak to that mountain. He'll help you speak to that mountain. All power, all power, whatever you need. He says, whatever you need, I got it. Whatever you need, come to me.
space between my prayer and my miracle is my time of serving and honoring you Lord they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength shall mount up with wings as eagle you'll run you'll not get weary anymore when you learn how to wait specifically on God when you learn just right here, God, I just want to wait and walk in your service. I'm going to wait on you, Lord Jesus. It's not as long as I thought it was. It wasn't as long as my desperation, Lord Jesus. Waiting on you is not nearly anywhere close to being as long as that, Lord Jesus. They that wait, Lord Jesus. I wait upon you. I wait, Lord Jesus. You loose your presence, Lord. I thank you for the presence of God. I wait, I wait, I wait. It is not wasted, Jesus. You're so worthy to be praised as we bless you, Lord. As we bless you, we thank you, Jesus. You're so worthy, you're so worthy. All of our lives to get right here to the presence of God. Then I wait, I wait, I wait. Wait on you, Lord. So here he comes. Here comes God. And Father, I thank you. I thank you all of our lives as you pray and lift your hands. You could not stop the bleeding. It's a woman with the issue of blood. And many of us here could not stop the bleeding. She said, I did everything I could. And now I'm going to have to cross some lines that nobody else in here is able and willing to cross. I couldn't stop the bleeding. I couldn't stop the generational curses. I couldn't stop the bleeding of my mistakes. And I couldn't stop the bleeding of my failures. But I got to hold up. But Jesus. Right, Margarita. And that's what we say. But Jesus. I couldn't stop the bleeding. But Jesus. I couldn't stop the hurting. But Jesus. I couldn't stop that I got taken advantage of as a child. But Jesus. I could not help that I wasn't gifted and born. But Jesus has set me up to be blessed ever that I ever was. But Jesus, but Jesus, but Jesus, no matter what sinners I put in front of there, but Jesus, who had reconciled me back to God, I can stop bleeding only through God. Only through God, I'm not an addict. Only through 
through God, I'm not an alcoholic. Only through God, I'm not still broken. Only through God, uh, because I wait, I wait, I wait, I wait. I wait upon you, Jesus. I welcome you. Now y'all hear it. The Bible says that God challenged Cain and called him out. He says, I hear your brother's blood, Abel, crying out from the ground. The woman rolled up on Jesus, been bleeding for 12 years. Blood been crying out for 12 years. 12 years I've been crying out from the ground. Crying out from the ground. God is calling people to stop that cry in Jesus' name. Lord, I'm here for such a time as this. Here I am, Lord. Send me. Anoint my hands, anoint my ears, anoint my mouth, anoint my attitude, anoint my emotion, Lord. Uh, I want to be the blood stopper. I want to be the one that is there and available. That, Father God, that the bleeding stops now. The hurting stops now. That breakup happened years ago. I should not be still bleeding over that. That thing was a long time ago. My father left me years ago. I still should not be bleeding over that. I'm coming to pull on Jesus. I'm coming to touch my God. I don't want what those same things I've been getting. I don't want same old. I need to stop bleeding out. God, I receive uh, that fresh restoration, the blood of God, the transfusion. Father God, I refuse to be be conformed to this world. This is my life to be ye transformed. Renew my mind. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. We just worshiped it. But... Jesus. I cannot give you the history of our three worshipers here on stage. But the devil, when he couldn't destroy them, has been doing all he can to try and distract us. He's mad. I can't destroy you, so I'm going to distract you. For our youth, he couldn't destroy them. So the goal is, is now to distract you. So to sit in the presence of God and not think about what I could be doing and what I want to be doing, he's just trying to distract you. Because he knows I've tried to kill you. I couldn't kill you. So now all I want to do is try to distract you. But if you would just press in, if you would just press in, you can stop the bleeding. If, you're, if your parents are hurting, you can stop them from hurting by you getting involved. Your children are hurting. You can stop the bleeding. Because, see, I am all about it. We're, we are going to preach about waiting. But they worship in waiting. They started preaching way before I ever can open up the book because God had opened up the word. Quit waiting to see something. If you really respect God, you'll believe what you've heard. If I really walk by faith and not by sight, I ain't, what am I looking for? A sign. I've been given a word from God. And everything else will pass away, but he said, my word will never pass away. Don't try to pick up blood that you bled out. Let it go. Let it go. Wipe it off. God's refreshing you, and he's restoring you. And every time he heals someone, he said this now. Go in peace. He's concerned about your mind. He says, quit worrying. Quit doubting. You're as sick as your worry. You're as healed as your belief. 
He says, go in peace. See, because you'll be right back here. You'll be sick tomorrow if you go in worry, if you go in doubt. And I I love Stephen Furtick said that the opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is seeing. people don't believe until they see. Thomas, he says, Thomas, doubting Thomas is his name because he said, I'm not going to believe it till I what? See. He didn't say I doubt it. He said, I'm not going to believe it till I see. So, so I tell you that if you got to wait to see something before you believe it, that's the opposite of faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Waiting to see is impossible to please God. Just, just, just say, God, I know it's there. I know it's there. I know it's there. Come on, whatever you believe in God for, I know it's there. I heard the word from God. I, I heard the word from God. I don't have to wait for it to show up. I don't know. I don't even have to wait for how they're going to construct it. But the word from God is good enough for me. As the centurion said, your word, you ain't got to come to my house, God. You ain't got to show up. You ain't got to bring a cloud. You don't have to bring a storm. You don't have to bring, you don't have to move a mountain. Your word, if you send your word. I'm healed. I'm restored. My child is free. Uh, and the son is set free. is free indeed. I, I would love to pull you out of this because uh, my flesh would be concerned about whether you stood too long or prayed too long. But some people have been addicted too long. Some people have been hurting too long. So standing in the presence of God, give me all I got, Jesus. My next mile is just as tough as the one I just came out of. No more mystery living. No more history thinking. Come on, come on, be gifted. Be present. Be present. Be present right now. Come on, just be present. Come on, find the gift. Find the gift. Be present right now. Don't think about, don't think about anything else. Just just be present. Be a gift. Be a gift. Be a gift right now. Be a gift. Gifts are right now. Gifts are right now. God, I'm going to respect the space you gave me when you said pray and I'm just going to respect the space so because if you don't respect the space you won't expect from God when you lose respect for the time he's given you just to believe if you've lost your expectancy it's because you've lost your respect you see respect respect Jesus I respect you. God, we respect you. This thing tried to tear our family apart. But God, I respect you. And with that respect, I expect the blessings of God to overtake me. I expect the word of God to fill me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I expect Colossians 3.16, let the word dwell in me richly there's never again am I going to be poor in my attention like this he said also there's a wealth of knowledge wealthy in knowledge but it's a it's the focus that's so poor attention is broke the knowledge is wealthy attention is broke attention is poverty so therefore we cannot pay attention to get the knowledge we need. We're so broken attention that we can't pay for what we need to know. So we can't live 
I, I got to know you, Jesus. Knowing is intimacy. I'm not intimate because I, I'm out of attention, because my focus is gone, and I'm asking you to pull in, and I'm, I know I'm pulling on you because I want you to, I need you to build up your account, attention account, so you can start purchasing some knowledge. And the reason why anger can show up when it wants to, because I'm broke in my attention. My focus is bankrupt. And here's all this wealth of information that I can't even understand, I can't grasp it. My parents are saying things I know I need to know. I know things I need to hear. I know this is what I need. And why can I grab it? Why can I? God is saying things to me that I know that I need. I know it's a well. It's things that I know that would pay off my attitude. It would pay off my, 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 uh, my desperation. It would pay off my depression. I know this would pay it off, but I'm so broken, my focus. Right now, grab your strength. Students, don't enter another year of school broke in your focus and your attention. It don't matter what they're teaching. You're going to be so rich in attention. I speak that over you. I speak that over you. You're not ADD. You're not ADHD. You might be BAD and need a belt, but you ain't none of those other things. You have got the ability to purchase anything that you're going to be taught. And I'm talking straight A purchases. I'm talking you're able to buy the, 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 the combo with the added dessert. So man, I went all summer. I waited on God and as I waited on God God built up my attention adults you're not multitasking you're not focused God I'm going to purchase love I'm going to focus on my family focus on my spouse not when I make mistakes only focus on them not when just people are looking so I can look good in front of the crowd because their heart's broken at night because I look good in the daytime but I don't look right at night I know how to tell people about us being married, but I don't know how to be married when there ain't nobody to tell. I focus in on my family. I focus in on my God. Father, build up my account so I can purchase that wealth when I know that I know you're hurting. I know you haven't said anything, but, but here's a gift from me. I'm, I'm going to be a gift today. And children, as you look, and your parents are doing the best that they can do, and, and I'm asking you to grab a hold of some of the wealth of attention especially my kids in here. Man, I need to purchase some of that. My daddy got God. Let me give me some of that. I need you to focus. You are not. You're mine. You hear me. You are not incapable of learning. You have the mind of Christ. Jesus was so focused while they were beating him and taking skin off of his back, while they were slapping him and spitting on him. He was so focused. I'm headed to the cross. I'm going to die in front of you, and then I'm going to get up in front of you. I'm going to lay down and stand up right in front of you because I've already paid for the attention. And so now I'm going to purchase the knowledge that you need that I know the Lord. He knows me. Here we are. We get up. And would you just to have a seat if you are standing, to rest your bodies, and would you stand in an attitude of prayer, bow your heads, I want you to lay hands on yourself. I know we went along, but we do not care. Father, with each and every person that's here, with our young kids coming from camp, there is a, man, there's a, there's a fire, there's a buildup 
in the place. Man, isn't it good when God said, suffer not the little children that come unto me, for such is the kingdom of God. And since the kingdom of God, since the kingdom presence, I sense the rule, the gospel rule, the reign inside of us. They're rich, they're not peasants. They are kingdom builders. And they brought it to the house. Brought it to the children who just drifted off in the house. And all these years that you've waited, we pray a prayer. Miss Evan and I, we know the word in Genesis 8-1. And God remembered Noah. 40 days. 40, it's been flooding. It's been raining on you for years. But you need to know God remembers Noah. He remembers what you built to float on. God, have your way in this place. Call your friends out of darkness. Point them toward the marvelous light of God. Right now, just pray over love. Just come on, just pray over friends. Pray over loved ones. You've been telling them the word, and they, they, they can't even focus long enough to hear it. But you call them. You said, I direct you to focus. You know, we pray it, Joel 2.28. He said he poured out his spirit upon all flesh. They got a spirit on them. Call it alive. Call them to recognize it, that they got the ability to focus, that God is tugging on their heart. Don't step out into that next thing. You may not be able to come back. I'm calling you before you step out there that you are blessed. You are changed. You are able to focus on the word of God. You are able to focus on God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son for me for me for me God loves me I am focused I am not a part of the witchcraft I am part of the obedience of God I'm not part of the rebellion I'm part of the obedience of God I refuse to be part of the sorcery of this world the pharmaceutical of this world I refuse to have a chemical built up in my mind that cannot obey God I refuse to have a chemical built up in my soul that cannot rejoice in the word of God I refuse to have that chemical I receive I receive the draining of that thing for my life that I may know God and know that he set me free I'm not going back to the old things I've had the blood transform me changed changed spirit of God that's upon me consume me take over I call up you on you on my darkest night toughest moments I call upon you right now. I have the ability to call my mind situated toward God. Set your affections on things above. I pray healing over your body. If you're sick in any area of your body, I thank God for healing you. Top of your head to the soles of your feet. I pray that there's any ailment, broken bones, sore ankles, sore knees, sore back, sore mind. I call on the blood of Jesus that by his stripes you are healed. Father, we just pray for friends who've been uh, diagnosed with cancer. Cancer is a name that must bow to the name of Jesus. And Father, we call them healed. We come against heart disease. We thank you for the blessings of God. Father, I pray, Father God, over the minds of people that they're not losing their mind. I thank you, Father God, for a settling of the focus of God, for a wealth of the attention to be paid right now, right here. There's a wealth of knowledge. I'm purchasing the peace of God. I'm purchasing that surpasses all understanding. Lord, I thank you, Father God, for our children being healed, allergies being removed. We thank you, Lord God, that no bug, no symptoms, no nausea, 
shall be upon our family, our children, ourselves. And Father God, we thank you for healing. We receive peace from headaches. And I thank you, Lord, that by your stripes, we are healed. We thank you according to Daniel 10, 12. God, you've already come for our words. You've already come to forth our words. And you got them. You're done with us. You've healed us. And we believe it's done. In Jesus' name, everybody say, amen, amen, amen. If you are still, it is good to wade on the Lord. That is awesome. Did you know the title of tonight's message before you worship? That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Waiting is not wasting. <laughs> so when you jumped into it, I was like, oh, look at girl read the title before him. But that was just God reading her title. Uh, waiting is the love character that shows respect to God. Character is who you are when nobody's looking. Waiting is the love character of God while you can't see what you're waiting to receive. It's God coming through. Waiting is not wasting. So we just kind of tell our kids that, you know, you're not wasting time. You're waiting on God. It's not wasting time. It's almost like, you know, I'm going to go. I need to go find somebody now. I need to go. Nope. Waiting, 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 waiting is not wasting. And so, and it is cool. It is great. It's great. Uh, oh, this, uh, this young gentleman on the front row. Good to know you guys, what, in early 90s? Almost like 1990, actually before then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work with these guys' mom, and uh, they were a little smaller then. Uh, it, right. That's right, that's right. Hang out and spend time with them and, and still God full circle. You know, it's, it's good staying consistent, staying the things of God. And, and, you know, the road, doesn't matter what the road looked like, how we travel, but we're still here still able to honor God. And it's another one of those things, you know, when I talk about all the deaths of my biological brothers, that when God delivers brothers on a consistent basis, you know, we can't beat that. So we're excited to see you guys. Uh, our favorite verse lately, Daniel chapter 10, verse 12, uh, through our notes, which I love this and we pray this. And there's sometimes, you know, I read verses over and over again, but they'll hit on one day, one day, one day. So in Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 through 13, Daniel had prayed to God. And this is one of the verses we use in the beginning of the year of our 21-day fast. Uh, but Daniel had prayed to God. It was 21 days. And then when God showed up and he told him, he said, he says, he told me, don't be afraid, Daniel. God has heard everything that you said ever since the first day you decided to humble yourself in front of your God. So that you can you could learn to understand things. Isn't that cool? He says, the first day you prayed and decided, God, I'm gonna humble myself in front of you so that I can learn to understand things. A lot of times people wanna know things, but they don't want to understand. There's different things, things you know and things you understand. See, because I can know something, but until I understand it, I'm not gonna know how to live until I get some understanding. So the Bible says, No, am I getting I have to get understanding. Did I preach last Wednesday? I was here. Sunday I was here. I'm up here like I haven't been here in a while. Yeah, I was here Sunday. I was here Sunday though. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about Wednesday. Sunday I was here. I have come in response to what? Your prayer. 
Like I heard you the first day, so I came in response to your prayer, not your doubt, not your unbelief. I came in response to your prayer. You don't have to look for a sign. God's coming because you prayed. The commander of the Persian kingdom opposed me for 21 days. Fought him. Now when we fast for 21 days, the in the, in the King James, the prince of Persia, it says, opposed me. That's a demonic spirit that opposed the answer. Right? So you can pray, and there's going to be an opposition to your answer. And there's going to be a fight. So while you're waiting, make sure you pray. Now, I know we're, we're believing God over this to reread an old, old book called This Present Darkness for Our Kids to understand the power of prayer. Right? It's, it's kind of a science fiction Christian book that talks about when, when the devil gets a hold of someone, when we stop praying for them, it just gets deeper and deeper because sometimes they can't pray for themselves. And it's kind of like the four men who carried their friends because they couldn't, he couldn't pray, so they had to show their faith by carrying them. And so it's deeper and deeper, but as you pray, it begins to loosen, loosen. That rebellious child begins to be loosed from the grip of the enemy being trying to, not that they're possessed, but he can't hold on, right? Because you're, you're bringing in the oil of God and the oil of prayer, and it's, and it's making his grip less strong. He's not as strong. He can't hang on to what's been oiled up. Right? And so you keep praying. So 21 days, but then Michael, one of the chief commanders, came to help me because I was left along with the king of Persia. You cannot expect what you're unwilling to pursue. Right? I can't expect from that. But let's pray because we've got to get here. Father, I thank you for your word. Let's preach it in due time, due season. <laughs> according to your will, not me, but you. Let it be your words and not mine. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And so respecting the space of prayer, respecting that time, you must respect pace, a space. You ever heard people say, respect my space. Don't get in my bubble. If you're not a hugger, you've met these people like they don't want to get near you because they're respecting their space. And what they're doing is protecting themselves from friendships and protecting themselves from relationships. They're not gathering in. They're protecting. So respect the space between prayer and the answer. Respect that space. How do I respect the space and by honoring God in that space? Because I know the answer is coming. You will expect with faith when you respect the space. My expectancy is based on the fact that even though I don't see it, I respect my God and believe him enough to know it's coming right? It's coming. It's going to come. I don't have to recreate it. I don't have to go out and, and try to make it happen. It's coming. But I have to pay attention and focus long enough so that God can show up. It is impossible to expect from something you don't respect. If I don't respect you, I'm not going to expect anything from you. If I don't respect you to do what's right, I'm not going to expect any right from you. I don't respect you. So I can't expect anything from you. And that respect and expect, and even though they rhyme, they're powerful because in order to have an expectation, you must respect something. You must have a reverence for it. Okay? So, so even check this out. Satan presented the strategy to Eve that God was being disrespectful to her and Adam by not allowing nourishment from the one tree. God disrespecting you. He know you would know. God is disrespecting. He presented a message that God was disrespecting them by not letting them have something. So with that meaning, okay, well, then I shouldn't expect myself to die like God said. Since God disrespected me, I'm not going to respect him, so I'm not going to expect to die if I eat this fruit. 
And we all know what happened, right? He got Eve to not respect God based on his false accusation about God. How many of you guys have ever had the enemy come in and give you a false accusation? God doesn't love you. So don't respect your body. Don't respect your decisions. Because God doesn't love you. He doesn't respect you. He doesn't care about you. Don't respect that. And so now how can I expect anything good for me if I'm believing I'm in this disrespectful relationship with God? So if Satan can get people to believe that God doesn't respect their current situation by not giving them what they ask for, it will be a mat- it'll only be a matter of time before people quit expecting from God. They won't even pray anymore. Why pray? I don't believe it. It ain't going to happen. It's never happened before. I don't even want to pray. We've seen them. These are people who've been to church, by the way. These are Bible toters. These are people with highlighters and pens. Oh, my. Right? (laughs) We, people, Bibles are marked up. Life has no footsteps, though. A believer that doesn't expect God to meet their needs is a believer that doesn't respect God to be their sole provider for their needs. The loneliest place on the earth is to have more respect for self than God, right? So if I'm my only God, it's my only God, it's no respect for self. So I, I'm thinking, you know, and even in these, uh, the event, especially in Denver, when I was up there and I was on the stage and they were talking about how rough a time these kids were having it. So, you know, Tori, pump them up eight in the morning, pump up kids at a camp that been up all night. You pump them up. <laughs> You got an hour. You pump them up. You pump them. You get them fired up. You got them fired up. And, and part of it was going, going, going until you know God starts to pull out of the crowd. And he starts to light up areas of the section. And so you start thinking about, man, you know what, God, I, I need to get them off of them and onto you. What would you like for us to say? And, and you got to stop that bleeding. Too many people bleed out, bleed out. Bleed out, bleed out, and they, they don't understand the power of the blood. In Philippians four eleven, uh, verse thirteen, eleven, verse eleven, chapter four, verse eleven through thirty. I do talk for a living. Verse, verse eleven says this: not that I, not that I speak in respect of want. If you really want to know someone's walking by faith, they're not going to be talking about what they want. He says. I don't speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be a base. I know how not to have. Anybody know how not to have? (laughs) And I know how to be abound. Anybody know how to have? We all do, right? We get a check. Everywhere in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Isn't that something to be, right? To be full. This is a good meal, but I know what it's like not to have a meal. And, and I, I've been hungry, but I also know what it's like to actually be able to eat. So I know how to be a base. I know how to honor God. I know how to respect God whether I'm hungry or whether I'm full. You know what I mean? Whether I'm having a good day or a bad day, God is still respected. I know how to be. Sometimes people don't know how to be. Then, then here's the one we, you know, people got it all over their bodies. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And you can say that one, the last part, all the way. You can say first thing all the way. But if you don't know how to be, you're not going to know how to do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. You see, because if I never get to be what I'm supposed to be, I'm never going to do what I'm supposed to do. I can only do what I be. And if I be crazy, I do crazy. If I be good, I do good. But Johnny be good, God be good. I didn't know, that's all I had. 
That's all I had. I was trying to get away from it, and it just came out, right? Can't begin to tell you guys about how embarrassed I was about Sunday, you know, and that happened to me, and I was so embarrassed. I was, I drove to Houston on Monday like, man, I can't believe I did that. You, you spend all your time, you put the suit on, and you get dressed, and, and you, you know, you get all your system ready to go. That's why you drink water, and you drink ginger. Uh, come on. Pastor, you got to be ready. Listen to this. Listen to this about the desirable, right? And necessary. There's a difference between being desirable and valuable. Delilah, remember Delilah Samson? She was desirable, but she wasn't valuable. Right? We're going to tell our kids that you may see something that looks desirable, but may not, may not be valuable for you. Right? There's a difference. Desirable, valuable. We got desirable, valuable. And ultimately destroyed the assignment God for a season on Samson's life. Whatever's just more desirable than valuable may destroy the assignment for a season. And sometimes we can't afford for, you know, I, I, and, I, and I don't want to put this on anybody in guilt, but all those brothers that, that I've lost, I buried, whose assignment was distracted? What elder in my family was distracted from their assignment when my brother was being murdered and, and the other ones were dying from alcoholism and dying from drugs? Who missed their assignment? Trust me, it won't ever be missed in the family again as long as I'm alive. It'll never be missed again because I'm going to stay on assignment, not to be distracted. But, but Delilah was desirable but not valuable and destroyed him for a first season. Allow God to examine the heart to reveal desires that distract you from God's assignment. What's the desire that distracts you? from God's assignment. I'm, I'm supposed to pray. And then you'll get some valuable come up. Let's go clean the house. <laughs> you know you don't desire cleaning. And it's a value when you're trying to be <laughs> walking in power. Right? So, so it's trying to destroy you. Okay? It's, it's a great thing. But I clean God. Yeah. Respect or disrespect to obeying God is the key to knowing the difference, okay? Got to know the difference if I'm going to respect or disrespect God. I got to know the difference between what's valuable and what's just desirable, right? I can do all things through Christ because I have respect for God to answer my prayer. So now I'm not afraid to do what I need to do because I respect. I know God's got it covered. I'm not afraid to stand in front of a crowd of people, even though I don't have anything to say and I don't have any notes because he's going to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so I don't I go, what you going to talk about? And I've done that before, where, especially with Miss Rita, because Miss Rita is a planner. She's a thinker. She has all this wealth of knowledge. And, and she's talking to me. She's in my ear like I almost screamed at her because she's like, what you going to say? What you going to say? How you going to say? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? I, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And it's getting close. And we can see each time. And we can see my name on the list because they're going to be introducing me soon. And she goes, what you going to talk about? What you going to talk about? I don't know. I don't know. What you going to say to him? You mean you going to stand there? You don't know what to say to him? I go, I don't know. I don't know. And we're having the we're front row. <laughs> the people are up here. And we're, and that's where, you know, we learn how to scream to the top of our lungs when nobody hearing us. I don't know what I'm going to say to him. But I got to get up there because they already got my name on the paper. Right? <laughs> Right? So you get up there. And so get up there, you speak, and God speaks through you. Amen. Right? You, not to you, through you. There are days we're waiting for God to say something to us when God wants to say something through us. And there's days you need miracle, and there are days he needs you to be the miracle. Amen. Right? And so that means that I'm in respect with God. So I respect him. You put me up here, God. They wouldn't even know to write my name down if it wasn't for you. So you're the one that set this up. I'm going to get up here and just open my mouth. If she was like, 
Like she was amazed. Right, you're supposed to be amazed. We got a ring that says you're supposed to be amazed at everything I do. Okay, check this out. Galatians 5, 16 through 21, because I'm going to try not to uh, tarry. How's that? <laughs> Big words. So in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through 21, think about it. This is a great fight of every battle that we have. It says, let me explain further. Live your life as your spiritual nature directs you. What would Jesus do? <laughs> then you will never follow through on what your corrupt nature wants. That means that the corrupt nature has plans. The way to not follow through with those plans is do what Jesus do. Do it this way. You may have a plan to go work out. Let's just say that's the corrupt nature working out. The, 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 let's say the Jesus nature is sitting there catching another episode. <laughs> so you don't follow through on getting up to go work out. Switch it for God, right? So here it is. He says, what your corrupt nature wants is contrary to what your spiritual nature wants. And what your spiritual nature wants is contrary to what your corrupt nature wants. They are opposed to each other. They fight each other. As a result, you don't always do what you intend to do. Have you ever said, I would have killed them if I'd have had the chance? I was so mad when I got home, I was going to beat you. Like my mom say, I was, I was going to slap you until the indicator light came on in you. <laughs> you know, like a check engine light? That's a lick, right? Your check engine light was going to come on. You know, like who says that? <laughs> do, 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 change your oil. It would been like change your attitude. Who says that? And you couldn't laugh about that because then you might have got hit. But you thought, man, that's pretty good. You don't slap an indicator light on in somebody, like, turn left, your blinker on. So you're looking at And so here's God, and, and he's like, you're not going to do what you intended to do because the spirit of God in you showed up. And you responded to it, right? You're about to do something wrong, but the spirit of God showed up, right? And he shows up, and he gives you that, right? If your spiritual nature is your guide, you are not subject to Moses' law. And you got to read the whole Levitical law about you, you know, once you were in a certain place, you only did what the law allowed you to do. You were constricted, right? That's what the Bible says in Galatians 3.13. We're redeemed from the curse of the law. Not that the law itself was bad. What the law was is that if you made a mistake, you had to pay for that mistake you made, right? If, if, you, were, if you were generationally cursed, your children were generationally cursed. So the way I keep my kids from being as cursed as my father's is that I get and say, this nature, godly nature, overcomes ungodly nature. And so now the law is broken. I don't have to pay for the sins of the fathers. Right? We're good, right? I don't have to pay the sins of when I was fathering myself. Right? I don't have to have cancer because I smoked years ago. I don't have to have this. I don't have to become, I don't have to have liver disease because of what, because I'm not paying for that. My spiritual nature has now taken over. The laws of what should be can't be. Amen? Amen? We're good with that? All right? Get your mind. Go ahead and pay some attention. Here's, there's another dollar into your attention account. Now, the effects, <laughs> the effects of the corrupt nature are obvious. They're obvious, right? Illicit sex. Perversion promiscuity. People say the Bible don't talk about that. I'm looking at it. Idolatry, 
drug use, hatred, rivalry, jealousy, angry, outbursts. Most Christians didn't know that one. Highlight that one. <laughs> Selfish ambition. Again, back to rebellion. Now, anytime you hear this, and Daniel, hang on to this, rebellion is as of witchcraft. So anything that operates in rebellion is a form of witchcraft. So hang on to that. Just, just stay there with Selfish ambition. Conflict. Factions. At first I thought it said fractions, and I was like, I knew math was evil. Huh? I mean, you have to go back and read. <laughs> I know, myself. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I was wrong. Stop teaching my kids evil spirits and them fractions. En- <laughs> Envy. Drunkenness. Drunkenness. Wild partying and similar things. Right? He <laughs> was like, I can't, et cetera. You might as well just put et cetera. Right? Similar things. I've told you in the past, and I'm telling you again, that people who do these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Circle it, write it down, make a post of it, get down tonight. Here it is. Expecting overcomes the flesh from wanting. Now, how do I get past my flesh from wanting something? I expect what God's going to do in me. All right? That's how I keep my flesh from wanting. I got to have the spirit of expectancy. Man, how do I get out of this? Man, I I just desire to be depressed. Now I'm going to have an expectation from joy. I desire to be angry. I'm going to have an expectation for the fulfillment of peace of God. I got to put myself in expecting. Yes, yeah, I know, but for taping purposes, <laughs> the CD like he went away. Okay, so so that expecting overcomes the flesh from wanting. So if your flesh is starting to get out there, and you go like, "What would I miss from God if I get this want taken care of? If I get this want, what will I miss?" And I have to step back and go, "I will. I would rather expect from God than want from me. And if I meet my want, I miss my expectation." Right. The devil isn't that strong. You got to remember the Bible says we're going to say, is this the thing that deceived us? People give the devil too much credit. He's not that powerful. People are just that lazy. Right. He's not powerful. People are just lazy. The devil almost killed me. He have. How does a defeated, beaten foe almost kill you unless you lay down next to him dead? You have to play dead for the devil to almost try to kill you. Right. You have to lay there and play dead. Since he's under your feet, you have to lay down. You have to get down with him. Okay? Okay, so let's move on. Expecting is a spiritual gift from the fruit of being long-suffering. You got to wait. Got to wait. Got to wait. Because if it's worth waiting for, it'll be worth having. Respect is a relationship gift that is from God's greatest gift, Jesus, who respected a relationship with us so much that he 
He says, I respect our relationship, so I'm going to die. I'm so strong that I'm going to die so you can live. So my respect for the relationship. My respect is so strong that it, it'll die. It, it'll die. My, my wife and my kids, I will die so they can live. I respect the relationship. Brother Don and I, we talk about that we will die for our relationship, for our families to live. We respect that relationship. This is operation of Jesus. Here we go, Psalm 62.5, one, one of our daily prayers, and one of our daily words. And I heard Miss Steph, I heard you picked up on this one too. Uh, Psalm 62.5 through 8. We used to quote 62.5. says, my soul weigh thou only upon God, which y'all kind of was singing that in worship. Only my, God is the only one that can meet my need. Only God. For my expectation is from him. Steph, you're a great worshiper. But I can't make you be my God. Right? You're good, but you're not God. Right? And so... I have to let God be my God. My expectation has to become from God. So no matter how the song goes up here, there has to be a song in here that comes from heaven, right? It's got to. It's got to. Well, I didn't like the music. You got to be telling me you didn't get your expectation. You didn't get your worship from God, right? Because they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in, not in dishonesty, not in whether the beat was right, but in whether the God is right. Because we know God is good, right? Right, James 1, 17, every good and perfect gift come from above. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved in God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times. You people pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. And since Sarita is not in there, it's Selah. She's going to say Selah. It's Selah. Okay. She gets it off. Okay. So now, now here's go. Respect. Respect what you want to come toward you because what you do not appreciate, you will eventually lose, right? So if I don't appreciate you, I'm going to eventually lose you. We've seen that in relationships. We go relation. You don't appreciate me? Bye. We don't appreciate our children? Bye. We'll lose their attention, lose their affection, okay? So if we don't respect our children, health, or job, it puts us in danger of losing them. Friends come from come through respect for people. Health comes through respect for our body. Establish habits that reflect that respect. If I respect God, I'm going to habitually obey God. Right? Because I respect him. Respect God's time after you pray, and you will attract God's blessing toward your life. So I respect that time. I'm going to attract God's blessing. Why? Aren't my physical goals attracted to me? Because I don't respect the thing I'm going to use to hold those physical goals. I must respect it. Amen? Amen. I want you guys to bow your heads. Come in and play the music. Play the music. And as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, we're praying that wanting, and wasting, and waiting, all the three W's, we could start our own website, www, wanting, wasting, waiting. Jesus, dude. But as your heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Father, we just pray. We thank you, Lord. And Lord, we're here. There's been times we've been impatient. Felt like we weren't doing enough for our family. Maybe even put to a point, Lord God, if, if, if I would have had more money, if I would have had this or had that. But God says, but we got each other now. When am I going to be enough for you? So I want you to turn and say, 
God, as long as I'm breathing, we still got time to wait. I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait on you. We're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be a blessing to the kingdom of heaven. I'm going to be a blessing to you someday. Someday, Lord, I, I just want to make you proud. I want to see you smile. I want to see you smile, Jesus. I don't want to get out in front of you. I don't want to uh, rush you. I don't want to be pushing you. I just want to do what you've called me to do. Father, we receive the anointing of focus, the anointing of the attention of God to receive that ability, Lord God, to become a wealth of attention, a wealth of focus. I'm not going to give the devil another second of my thought life. I'm not going to give him another so I'm not going to go around chasing demons when I should be after the Spirit of God. You didn't call me to run after them. You called me to go hungry after you. Lord, you will erase the rest of the junk. So, Father, I go hard after you. I'm running after you. I'm chasing after you, Lord Jesus. And I know as long as I'm after you, Lord, everything else will come. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Everything else will be had. God, I see the king first. Lord, you are my adder, you're my supplier, you're my multiplier. You're not my divider or my subtractor. You are my multiplier. Come together. I never should have made it this far. If I replay it and I see all the times that I should have been dead, not even in my right mind, and the enemy couldn't take me out then. If he couldn't destroy me when I was under the influence and couldn't destroy me when I had no influence, he certainly can't destroy me now. And I refuse to let him distract me. Father, we sell out to loving our family, loving the word, and loving what you've called us to do. And I'm going to wait on you because I know waiting on you is much greater than forcing anything. And as your heads are bowed, eyes are closed, if you're in here and you said, I don't know Jesus. I want to die. I don't know where I'm going to spend eternity. I want to be right with God. I've never accepted God. Never, ever. So if that's you, I want you to raise your hand so we can pray over you. Thank you, Jesus. We're good. We're good in the house. So, Father, I call us to the anointing of waiting. And that doesn't mean, Lord, we don't expect to get anything. I don't mean we pray and say it's never going to happen. The anointing of waiting says I respect my God so much. I know he's going to bring me and meet every need. I don't have to go get in a crowded place. I don't need to try to set my options up to where I have more opportunities again. My God can meet me in the desert. My God can bring it to me when everybody else will run from me, and that's family included. They may not want me. They may not accept me. They may not appreciate me, but my God loves me. And so, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that I'm going to respect what you've called me to. Father, I pray healing in households where words have been spoken that got out of line. Lord, we call ourselves out of that place. We let the kingdom of God slip because of the anger and the angry outbursts. But today I'm called to peace, to walk by faith, not by sight. My waiting is not wasted. In Jesus' name, everybody say, amen, 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 amen. Friday.